Well, okay, we're half an hour in. We, there's, that's one segment. We have two more segments of people to join us. And in a moment, I'm really excited that our next guests are gonna help us examine some different forms of leadership. Seeing leadership as a verb, as an action, as really a way of being in education. First joining us is gonna be Dr. Dina Ocampo, who's a renowned researcher and educator, a champion for literacy pedagogy development, and a former undersecretary at the Department of Education in the Philippines. It's really exciting to have her join. And when Jim and I were discussing this event, we were so thrilled that she would be coming in to, uh, to join us. She's just turning on her camera now and is gonna pop up on her screen and I'm thrilled that she's with us. I also want to say uh, ohayou gozaimasu to Kazuya Takahashi, who is a teacher from Tokyo, Japan, whose work combining literacy methods with design thinking and Lego earned him a spot in the 2016 Global Teacher Prize Top 10. It is so exciting. It's been a few years since I've been face-to-face -face with Kazoo, and so it's so exciting to have him with us, and also Dr. Dina to be joining us. So welcome to both of you. Um, we're we're going to start with a question, and these questions, you know, are are, are special because we're we're thinking about leadership and and you know getting action underway with our first guests, and now here we're going to talk to you about these different ways that we can discover that leader element in ourselves. So, Dr. Dina, I'm going to ask you this question first. How do you think that teachers can uh, seek and find that leader in themselves? Uh, especially in the current situation that we have right now. We're all facing a, a challenge with the pandemic, but maybe there's no better time for us to be looking within to find that leader. How can teachers be doing that? I think we've lost Dr. Dean's audio just for a moment. So why don't I go to Kazoo to answer the question first? How can we find that leader? <laughs> It's a really difficult. Oh, by the way, good morning, everyone from Tokyo. <laughs> Ohayou gozaimasu. You know, I'm Kazuya. Um, it's a really difficult question. I have been thinking about it for for a few days. But you know, everyone tries to um, copy the uh, like leadership. You know, like I don't know, maybe Winston Churchill, Bill Clinton. I don't, I don't know. There are so many leaders on magazine and books, right? And you maybe. You guys are a teacher, maybe you guys are a teacher, you are just keen to knowing a lot of like leadership stuff. And then you just, after finishing, uh, by, by the, um, just right before finishing your reading, finishing a reading of the book, you realize, oh, this is not my way. You know, this is totally impossible. And you see, you see the gap here, you're here, your leader is here. It's, there's huge gap, you're just overwhelmed. Oh, yeah, stop, right? So I think leadership is not just copying a great person. You can find it yourself, you know, like in there you, you have a totally different kind of like strengths of characteristics, you know, you, you're, you're like other person. You want to hurt other person. So different, there are two different kinds of leadership, right? One person is trying to lead your followers, whether the other is that you try to um, give initiative to them and you try to serve. There, right, so there is totally different kinds of leadership. So, don't copy the models. You try just try to find your strengths, and there is totally diverse, you know, value system. So, try to first of all find your values and also strengths. Then you can find yours. You know, it's kind of sensible aspects of the leadership in yourself. Yeah, I think it's interesting when you describe you can lead from out front. 
you can lead from within. And my background as a music teacher, my job all the time was to lead from up front, conducting the, yeah. the band, the choir, the orchestra. And it's a very different kind of feeling when we sit in the group or we stand back to figure out how we motivate that leadership. I like that you've drawn that kind of comparison. Thank you for that. Um, Dr. Dina, we've got you and I hope we have your, uh, your audio okay once you're unmuted. If you can talk a little bit about how you think teachers, especially teachers perhaps early in their career, could pursue leadership or find that leadership quality within themselves. Yes, thank you. Um, first, good morning, everybody from, from Manila. Hello, Kasu, good to meet you. I met Mark earlier. Um, just to share, I think that novice teachers or young teachers um, can find strength in themselves first um, as uh, confident uh, teachers in their classrooms. I think this is a very important fundamental um, that teachers should feel that in their classrooms they are able to manage their classes, their lessons, their students in ways that make them creative, critical, um, engaged. And I think that's where it all be be begins for a teacher. I think that it's in that that classroom that um, teachers feel and see the good that they do every single day. So if the question is how can a teacher find the leader in him or herself, I think that's the first point of entry. <laughs> um, you, you just mentioned something I find also very interesting, you know, that we, we as teachers, we get the, the privilege of teaching children and because of that, every action that we take as we model leadership, like you said, we can see the results. We can see that response. And I mean, the, the, the reality of being a teacher, and, and I know Kazoo can talk about this a lot, is it can't be about evaluation. It has to be around assessment and, and our ability to read the room mm -hmm. and understand, I demonstrated mm -hmm. this leadership. I chose this approach let's see what feedback did I get that was obvious or that was maybe not as obvious, that was body language, not not verbal. Those kinds of things can be, can be so important for us. Um, uh, so I, I appreciate hearing that and especially tying it to what I know uh, Kazoo is well known for in, in really understanding that there's so much more to education than just uh, evaluation kind of points. Um, I wonder, you know, in the context that we're currently facing right now, where uh, you know teachers in the Philippines are disconnected from their students um, and, and because they're not in the classroom, but they are finding interesting ways to stay connected mm -hmm. and to keep mm -hmm. connected through community, uh, perhaps through uh, you know through TV and radio and and visits uh, into uh, to students' homes. What are some of the things that you're seeing? Uh, Dr. Dina, in the Philippines right now that are really good examples of teachers discovering this leadership opportunity and, and demonstrated professionalism? Right. Um, thank you for that question. I think that um, I'll, I'll relate it to my answer to the first one, right? It's because you need to draw strength from confidence, I think. Being a confident teacher makes you become confident to try or enter into new new horizons, so to speak. So if you are confident, for example, as a math teacher, you know your stuff, you know your content, you know how to play around with it because that's the 
that's the core you if you are uh, what they say um a master of your subject matter you can look at that subject matter from the lens of digital media you can look at it from the lens of print media you can look at it from the lens of no media at all mm. and you can find ways to to bring it forward i think that some of the teachers i've been speaking to over the last few months um their concern more than their subject matter is connectedness how do they how do they get connected with their students again and their fellow teachers and i think those who 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 blaze the trail those who start reaching out those are the innate they're the ones with innate leadership that they don't even recognize they just look at it as i'm making connections because that's what human beings do right but the first people who do it those are the people who've actually decided in themselves that they're they're strong and then they can move forward and help others and hold hands with others even from a distance mm -hmm. i think i think that that deserves to be recognized you know one of the stories i frequently tell is that during one of the worst typhoons in the philippines the 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 haiyan the mm. yolanda yeah. um that tsunami that devastated an entire an, an entire city you know island um the children when they didn't know where to go they went to their teachers they went to the homes of their principals or their teachers and because that's where they felt safe and i think that example is such a strong example of how teachers have become leaders for these children yeah i think yeah. it's 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 that response to that moment that allows teachers there to say region eight is great and and we you know we we recognize that the role of a teacher is not just attached to the school day it is attached mm. to the whole community existence yes. you know, um, one of the one of our viewers uh Farrellyn, made a comment about the fact that when we have these challenges it helps us you know recognize how alive we are and and what mm. strengths we have to overcome them and sometimes we don't always know those skills are there until we're we're pushed to uh to look at them and, and consider them and, and and reflect on them um kazoo could you talk a little bit about uh you know your experience of course uh, in japan about what teacher leadership uh looks like um, and, and what forms of leadership can teachers be uh, focusing on maybe as a starting point or maybe as a way to, to, you know, to grow as a professional? Wow, it's, it's, <laughs> it's really big. <laughs> I was expecting the same question uh, as you gave to dinner. It's like, I was like, <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I got a totally different question. Like, a oh, surprise. No. <laughs> 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 You're challenging, yeah. No. <laughs> well, um, as I said, um, it's totally different kinds of leadership you, know, you have in yourself. So, novice teachers, young teachers can find themselves. But basically, the most important role of teachers is to take care of your students in front of you, right? <laughs> but you know, they, if you know, if you're not, that is not teaching. Um, if you're not like, if you think yourself is just like a, your your role is just teach subject, mm. maybe it's not your you're not 
you're also to you know you're teaching a job you know you teach your teacher is much more than you teaching actually teacher means much more than just teaching subject right right you know what i'm saying yes so you just say you have to be a model for students i mean is they're just the next generations right so your your role is not just like you're you're cramming knowledge you're just passing knowledge to your your the next generation you're 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 your role is to lead them to the right way. I don't know. There's the right way. There's our right way, right? Yeah. But you need to do your best. So you need to just devote your full commitment to your teaching job. That is the first thing. I don't know. There's a leadership. You know. You know. As I say, like a strong leadership, or just full uh, servant leadership. What is whatsoever. But first of all, you just you need to find yourself. Uh, you just hundred percent committed to the, your job. We're just doing this ones other side of business. We're just making money for this. You really wanted to devote your life to teaching or leading kids for the next generation. That is an important starting point. I think that is a starting point. Mm -hmm. There's something you, you said uh, at the beginning of your answer that uh, caught my attention very quickly you know, about starting with the students because they're the ones in front of you. And as much as we all know that skill development is you know, will rely on teachers scaffolding the learning experiences and, and sequencing them out in a way that creates this, you know, continuous uh, generative empowerment. And, and that's, you know, that's how we cultivate leadership in our classrooms. I just found it so interesting that that starting point statement you made is so clear. Start with the students. They're the ones in front of you. Um, mm -hmm. Dr. Dina, you come from uh, expertise in uh, literacy um, pedagogy, um, especially around dyslexia. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit about your experience in showing leadership in that particular uh, specialty area. You know, I, I'm a music teacher, so I haven't had the same um, uh, professional development or teacher education around certain literacy pedagogy. Um, and so how, how have you taken that specialist um, knowledge and, and shown leadership to others to further you know, expand the, uh, you know, the professionalism of others to help students that might have a literacy need? Right. Thank you again for that question. I just want to start off by saying that um, I got into it because um, I had a student in grade two when I was a grade two teacher who, for the life of me, I could not get him to learn to read. Um, on, on, on a Monday, he would be doing his CVCs, his, his words. But on the next day, on the Tuesday, it would all be done and gone. And we would have to start all over again. And, and that's how I started to wonder if if the training i received as an elementary school teacher wasn't working for this guy what sort of training did i need so the first i think that's the first key point is to remember that when things don't work out in a classroom the first thing the first person you question is yourself yes not the child it's never the child's fault especially little children, maybe these high school students, you kind of think a little bit more, right? But for, for younger children, you need to entertain, the first hypothesis you entertain is your own inadequacy or lack of planning or lack of preparation. Um, I think that 
propelled me to study further. And that's where I met people who were looking at the same thing, no? And um, together with a friend of mine, her name is Mylene Paterno. She's still a teacher and she's, 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 she's working with a school now. Um, she taught me a lot about this, this, this reading disability and she had herself trained as well. And so I, I was taught by her. And then that's, that's how it started. The two of us, we taught others. And now we're teaching others in different ways. And so I think it's important to know that um, th together we would say that our goal is to be redundant. Mm. Our goal is that we are so, there are so many people who are carrying it forward that the two of us become unnecessary. And I think that pretty much we're almost there. <laughs> There's a good cohort of teachers working on literacy difficulties and dyslexia. And I think that's one one indicator, I think. And listening to the first session or the first um, segment, um, I heard both Jim and Nadia say that um, they start with the vision. And so it's the same thing. Um, you start with the vision. I want all to see all Filipino children, all children of the world, in fact, reading and enjoying it. And so... If that's the vision, I think you just keep going for it. And mm. and and the other thing I wanted to say, um, related to what Kazu mentioned earlier, is that there's no one right leadership. I think that's a very important point that I have to thank Kazu for bringing up. Because as a teacher, you need to see your students for who they are, not for what you want them to be. So sure, you want to take them to better skills, more joy, um, more fun in learning. But mm -hmm. each of them will have their own way of getting there and doing that. And I think that's a very important um, insight. If you want to become a good teacher, a leader teacher, then you we must all recognize that teach, children and fellow teachers, as a matter of fact, mm -hmm. are different and diverse. And that diversity is very important. To recognize that diversity means you lead for, for inclusion and you lead for togetherness and you lead for accepting others. And I yeah. think that's really important. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's so fascinating how we, we, we recognize our, our own strength our own capacity and what we're drawing in from other people. And, and, you know, just the, that idea of, you know, the right way, a right way, many options, many pathways to get to where we want to be. There's, there's, there's a lot of ideas. Um, it, it leads me to, to think about a t-shirt that I have and a question that I have for Kazoo. I have, I have a t-shirt that has some Lego bricks and it says six bricks, a million ideas. And, and I wonder, you know, when it was your, uh, you you came to the classroom with this idea of using Lego to connect students to something bigger. You know, specifically, I think it was around project management, and and how they could work on very intricate collaborative projects, but using something as a tool like Lego that they would be very familiar with. That probably felt. Uh, like an unusual method or an unusual approach. And yet now, a few years later, um, I I have all <laughs> of my Lego, my duck kits that I use for professional development workshops that I do, I have them right here. 
you know, Lego has become something that's so special for how we teach uh, design and communication and, and thinking. So tell me a little bit about what your experience was like as you uh, experienced or explored a new frontier by using Lego as this design uh, method. Wow, <laughs> it takes an hour to talk about it. <laughs> but you have only 10 minutes, right? We need to, I need to play the show, you know. But it's, uh, someone was actually wrote on the comment, also Dina just, Dr. Dina just mentioned like, the, the, I think um, the greatest lesson I learned as a teacher in my life it, where it's, um, is uh, there is a diversity. I mean, I mean, there's, you know, all students are different. You know, if, if I use metaphor, like as Dr. Dean is a, a professor of literacy, I mean, liter I mean, literacy and pedagogy, right? So there's a, there's no, there's not a normal, like, you know, each student um, reads differently. Each, um, each student can decipher the letters in a totally different way. That means some people, some, there's some students with dyslexia, um, you know, there's just, just normal person. I mean, no, it's normal, just, just, you know, just students can read it, right? Yeah. As if, if you use a music, uh, metaphor as a music, uh, Mark is uh, actually an uh, orchestra leader, right? Leadership is just like a conductor. You know, if, if you want to make a good harmony, you need, to know, you need to know there are various kinds of musical instruments. If you see, I use only violin, it's not, that is not leadership, right? <laughs> so orchestra is, you need to make a good harmony by seeing there a lot of differences because not just musical difference of musical instruments, also there's a quality of difference in each person has, right? Mm -hmm. So leadership is something like you need to see the difference and try the best by using the, that kind of difference and then make a good um, kind of work. Mm -hmm. Lego is something like that. There's a lot of different kinds of pieces, right? But you need to, you, if you think about it, some ideas and you're something you want to create, you need to use them. Mm -hmm. They're different pieces, but you need to use them, right? But you can, you, actually you can create it. Same, leadership is just like making something using a Lego, right? So leadership is not difficult. Leadership, leadership is not just like you can learn from book, learn from, you know, just copying a great leaders, leaders in the world. Mm -hmm. Le leadership, you can learn leadership just from Lego. It's yeah. very simple. Just go, go right, right after this talk, just go to shop and buy Lego. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's all over the floor right now. Um, everything looks organized, but over here, there's a lot of Lego being played with. Um, I, I find it interesting, you know, when you, you think about, um, you know, different ways to get to the, the same destination, different solutions, different options. I was fascinated when I realized and it was only about a year ago that when you take a, a Lego plate and you turn it like this, that it will fit in between the the, the, the pieces on top. You know, it, it can stand a different way. Is that how Lego is designed to be used? No, but does it work? Yes, and it's a different way to to, to design and to use those same tools in a, in a different way. And when I think about what you do Dr. Dina with uh, with novice teachers and 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 helping people see opportunities. It's all about recognizing that we can use a skill we have for a different purpose or a particular tool in a different way, mm -hmm. and we get such incredible results out of it.
So I want to ask each of you sort of a, a bit of a, a, a quick question before we get to the final one. You know, if we think of leadership as a verb rather than as a title, what does that mean for you and especially for the people that you're working with? Dr. Dina, why don't you answer first? If leadership were a verb, then I would probably say it means reflect and act. Um, because you just can't go f acting and moving and in instituting things without really thinking through it first. Um, and when we reflect, that means we listen, not only to ourselves, right? But to everyone who will be affected by any action thereafter. This is one of the lessons that I tried to imbibe and learn while I was at the Department of Education. It's the same lesson applied in a larger context. It's the same lesson which I learned as a classroom teacher. And I think that that's what should empower teachers, honestly, is that what you are in your classroom, what kind of leader you are there, that's the same principle applied in different contexts. If you become a principal, if you become a superintendent, whatever you become after, it's that same principle of thinking, listening, reflecting before acting, and then doing it all over again. It's what Friar told us to do, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. a it's cycle a, over and over. It's a cycle, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, it's exciting to hear how you talk about that because it's broken down into simple, understandable pieces, how they all work together. So the same question uh, for you, Kazoo, um, you know, what, what does that difference mean when we think about leadership as a verb rather than as a title or, or a position? <laughs> uh, I think everyone said the same thing, you know. In the first segment, actually, Nadia, um, Nadia actually mentioned the importance of making a journal, right? Taking a note of your life. So leadership is like a journey, you know. It's, a, it's not a state of being. It's just a being, state of action being. So you need always moving forward, you know. They also need as just Dina mentioned, like you also reflect what you did. So it's a kind of reflective pressuring, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like always you need to do something, always think about it. It's like it's two hoils and you, you need to think about it. Yeah. So leadership is not just doing, I do it, do it, do it. But do it, reflect, do it, reflect. It's just a journey. You need to, so you, I think it's the best way to um, grow as a leader. I'm actually, I'm not a good leader, but. A good leader though um you want if you want to as i say i mean if you want to develop your leadership in yourself i think it's the best way is to take a journal or make take a note of what you did mm. in last class you know next class you know you, you need to think about it. how can you be how can you can how can make myself better in the next yeah. class something like that yeah and you know I, I it's um it occurs to me that the word journal and journey share a lot of letters in common and i'm sure that they share an origin and and so that that connection uh between the two should uh, shouldn't be lost we should we should keep that you know in mind um it's time for me to ask the final question 
of the segment. And so as I ask both of you this final question, just like I asked Jim and Nadia earlier, I hope the audience is uh, commenting, but maybe it's worth tagging or mentioning the people who empowered you. Uh, let us know how special it was and let them know how special it was that they are your power source, that they helped ignite and, uh, and lift that up in you. So I'll ask you first, Kazoo, and it is so good to see you uh, on screen and to share this time together. But my final question for you, who empowered you? Who is that person who helped you see how much power you possess? Um, well, there's actually a lot of, there's no one, just, just there's not just one, you know, of course my family and my wife and my son, you know, my best friends. There's a, actually good, um, um, really recently I had really good a moment. Actually, I, I, we, uh, we, in Japan, uh, we started a global teacher press in Japan. Then we did like a cloud of funding, actually. And then I thought at first, uh, it was, we having, we getting a little. So I thought, man, we just, uh, we, I can't make, I cannot, I think I cannot make it. But uh, later, my friend, best friends actually tell me, message me, you know, if, he, if, 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 he, you know, in the last moment, if it doesn't, it doesn't uh, reach the point. Just tell me, I can find everything. So, oh, it's okay. Phew, it's okay. I don't know. That best friends actually is not. We, best friends always actually support me. Don't think yourself. You are just by yourself. You are supported by many, many people. Like you know, your family. Your maybe your family years. You know, no, and your friends. So always think about. You need to think about that. You need. You need to thank. You need to be humbled. Yeah. Even in this, even in this situation, you know. Yeah. Well, and especially right now, as we're all spending so much more time in our own homes and with fewer people face to face, it's it's so more even more important that we're re keeping connected with those people who fuel us and who inspire us to keep uh, to keep finding new ways to to engage that power. So Dina, Dr. Dina, the same for you. Who empowered you? Who's that person who helped you recognize and realize just how much power you possess? Um, well, to begin with, it would be mom and dad, wouldn't it, right? <laughs> uh, they let me be as stubborn as I wanted to be and they <laughs> they they allowed me to to try different things within limits, of course. Um, so mom and dad were very instrumental in in allowing me to discover things about myself. Um, I also read voraciously as a child. Um, and so all those people I met through these novels and these stories, they empowered me. They they gave me a, they, they up to now, they, they give me a, a vision of what can be. And and as even as I read more, I mean not only fiction as well as nonfiction, as I as I read, then my, your mind opens up. And I think the third one, similar to what Kazu has shared with us, I think that an important message um, in terms of who empowers us um, are the people we work with every day. They mm -hmm. empower us. Yeah. So children or co-teachers or bosses or supervisors, whoever they are, even your critics, they empower you. And I think that's a very important thing that there's nothing wrong with the disagreement because that forces you to think and reflect mm -hmm. and, and assess. And, and that is a process of empowerment. Absolutely. I think 
Yeah, and I think that's a very important thing to remember. You you start with a position of strength from mom and dad, but after that, that's you create that, you you build that forward, don't you? Yeah, and I think that's very important. Yeah. Well, I I'd like to thank both of you for giving us ideas that are uh, very easy to act on. You've you've made suggestions that you know it's the evening for me, but it's just getting started in the day. <laughs> Uh, for uh, for you, you know, you, you ha now have all day to think about, you know, what it would mean tomorrow to put even just one of these ideas you know, uh, in into a new routine, to start forming it as a new habit that can be a powerful mm -hmm. influence in, in what we do for ourselves and, and, you know, across our community, our country, global networks, whatever it might be. So uh, I just want to say to you, Maramin Salamat, Aragathakazaymas, to to both of you, this has been very excited to have you. Thank, thank you both. I hope you answered that question later, Mark. I, I might. Thanks, Mark. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.